Hello, my friends. Welcome to today's podcast episode. You are going to be hearing from another one of my former clients, Ashley. I'm so grateful that Ashley was willing to come onto the podcast and share her experience with you guys because Ashley enrolled in my feminine fitness program in January and she went through and learned how to sync with her cycle. We talked about hormonal imbalances. Ashley was also working under the guidance of her doctor, of course, and I was there for feminine hormonal support while she was struggling with her mindset and her body with endometriosis. And you'll hear more about that in Ashley's story in today's episode. And we also talk about what life was like for Ashley when she did decide to transition off of birth control. And I wanted to let you know that the Feminine Fitness Foundations program is open for enrollment. Like you guys heard from Abby last week, you're hearing from Ashley this week, and you can enroll in the Feminine Fitness program right now. You can go at it completely self-paced. So you would be learning and how I break it down simply of how to sync with your cycle and support your fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle with your cycle. But then also if you're like, I have some things that I want to work through and I want to work through them faster, working with somebody one-on-one is so life-changing. And you will hear, you've heard it from Abby, you will hear it from Ashley today that working one-on-one with somebody helps make it feel like you're not going at your goals alone. So there is that one-on-one upgraded option where it's just kind of a step into working with somebody one-on-one because it's you get the entire Feminine Fitness Foundations program, but then you also get two one-on-one coaching calls with me. We can talk about your goals, the plan to achieve your goals, or anything that you are struggling with and customize anything that you need. And we will do that two times. And then if you want to continue on -on one-on-one coaching with me, it would then be up to you if you wanted the continuation of one-on-one support. So this is really just that like dipping your toes in, not investing a whole lot before committing to one-on-one coaching. So the foundations is there. It's amazing. You get the simple videos, you get all of the PDF and resources that I have in there, like a meal plan, a food list, a four-week strength training program, as well as the metabolism module. So you can check that out in the show notes, or it is also linked in my Instagram bio. Now let's go chat with Ashley. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. All right, guys, welcome to today's episode where I have another really special guest, and this is one of my previous clients, Ashley. Hey, Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. I am so excited for Ashley to come on here and share with you guys 
her story, she started working with me at the beginning of 2020. So she enrolled in my feminine fitness program, and she's going to talk about all that she experienced with her body before learning and teaching and living and living cyclically and changing things up with her fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle and kind of all that she learned in my program. But first, Ashley, why don't you talk about yourself and what got you to that point of deciding, like, I really want to try to start living cyclically in sync with my body. And what were things that you were experiencing pre us working together? So I was recently diagnosed with endometriosis. When was that like kind of exactly? So they can kind of follow a timeline here. So let's see here. I was advocating for diagnosis for 10 plus years, which is pretty average for a woman trying to find diagnosis. And while advocating for myself was constantly told, no, you're making it up. You're crazy. This isn't, you know, a thing. Like you're just, you're feeling the pain, but it's, it's in your head. So while advocating for myself, I started thinking, oh my gosh, maybe I am imagining this pain. And it got very frustrating and kind of, kind of traumatizing, <laughs> if you can imagine. And I also deal with severe migraines. And so I finally got to a point where I had reached my fifth doctor and they tried a couple of other options before going to surgery and decided, you know what, that's it. We're going to do the surgery. And I got a diagnosis that was in September. And this past September. Yeah. Yeah. This past September. And so finally felt, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like my gut instinct was right this whole time. Finally, I don't feel crazy anymore. And um, they think it's stage one. There's four stages of endometriosis. And the thing with, with endometriosis is your pain level doesn't necessarily match the stage that you're diagnosed with. So you could have stage one, but you could have stage four pain. So I was experiencing like stage three pain and endometriosis runs in my family. So it was just a crazy whirlwind of trying to get this diagnosis on top of having migraines. It's just been an adventure, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So after a while, they were like, well, you can be on birth control, which we had tried. And it was just so many medications between migraines and endometriosis. And like, I'm so tired of being on medications. And doing my research and realizing all of these side effects could actually be causing a domino effect and increasing what I'm already feeling. Like, I, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I'm done with all these side effects. And, and so I was doing my research and found cycle syncing. And there's so much out there on what cycle syncing is. And it was overwhelming. And I was listening to a podcast from Corinne Angelica and you were on it. I'm like, well, who is this girl? What is, what is she talking about? So I had reached out to you and here we are. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so excited and so grateful because we went on a really long journey in, in working together for several months because when we were first meeting, we talked about your biggest struggles, your biggest pain points. And then um, really kind of the 
the goal that you wanted to move towards and you had mentioned like migraines take you out and it is no easy feat especially with you being a teacher being with little ones being in crazy chaotic environments yeah. like you cannot have a migraine impact you cyclically right like it being a frequent thing it impacts right. how you're living right and i was thinking back and I've had a couple of jobs where I've had to take time off at least one or two days per cycle because I was down and out with a migraine. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like that, I can't do that. Especially now that I teach K through three, my kids are too active. I can't afford that. I can't afford to just be sitting and not being up and around and being active with them. It's just not possible. Right. I really need to figure it out. So let's go into talking about the, the teaching, you know, the, the platform, you became a member of the feminine fitness program and in there unlock a library of videos. How did you feel about the education standpoint of the program and the knowledge and kind of how it is laid out? Cause you're a teacher, right? So it's kind of cool to hear this feedback from a yeah. teacher on how I was teaching and how it was being perceived and taught and learned. And yeah, it was very simplistic self-paced. So having my crazy schedule, it was nice to do it whenever I was able to, um, easy to follow and the simple language and not being bombarded with all of this crazy medical mumbo jumbo. It was so much easier to understand. So I wasn't bombarded with words. I had no clue what you were talking about and having to clarify everything every five seconds. I automatically knew what you were talking about. And the information was just constantly mind blowing. Like I had no idea that there were four phases of my menstrual cycle. Like, why aren't we taught this stuff (laughs) when we're first talking about our menstrual cycles? I just never understood that. So the information was just so useful And I was able to apply it instantly, which was fantastic because you don't want to be taught something and have to wait and wait and wait to use it. You want to be able to use it right then and there as soon as you read about it. Exactly. And that's what I wanted for the program was for somebody to come in, watch that welcome video and then be like, bam, I know I'm in this phase. I'm going to go to that video and those resources and learn about it. And then you obviously have the one where there's more and more and more content in there. Mm -hmm. And so you did get even more of a complex deep dive into things. So I'm so glad that you said that about learning it because I know the science behind this. I know the science behind this, but this is the thing. Us as women living everyday busy lives, we don't care. We want to know like, okay, I'm in this phase. What's supportive? Let me move on with my life. Right. right. Just get to the point. Let's go. I so want to about Talk about that with fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle, because I feel like some women are hesitant on starting programs because they feel like they have to deter everything in their lifestyle, like change up everything all at once. How did you feel about cycle syncing? Was it an easy, easy process with how I taught it? Yeah. And you and I had talked about this a lot. We were talking about the mindset and everything like starting in baby steps because it's so overwhelming. There's so many moving pieces to cycle syncing and you have to start where you're ready to start. And so every week was a journey in of itself. We took baby steps and it was very individualized. So one week was great. 
Another week was maybe a hot mess. And so we took it one step at a time. And that was the joyful part of even the one-on-one part because we were able to do that. And I remember um, the mindset piece being the biggest struggle. And you really took time to pick that apart and work on that with me, which was huge. And um, I still use that stuff to this day. And that has changed everything. It's changed my perspective on everything. Mm-hmm. And being able to do that and able to apply it, not just to cycle syncing, but every aspect of my life. And being able to take it one step at a time, it made the whole process less overwhelming. So I was able to start with like maybe changing up my breakfast one time. Then a couple of days later, changing up my lunch. We were talking about how do I add in more veggies? All right, well, let's, let's add in a commute veggie bag. And I was able to do that the next couple of days. So just those baby steps and approaching it with that mindset, so helpful. Because if I get overwhelmed, I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Just forget it. So it was, it was awesome. It was a great approach. Yeah. And it was so catered to you. That's what I really do love about one-on-one work. Because for some people, it's like the piece of getting in a routine with consistently working out. And some people are ready for being in a phase where, you know, short 20 minute workouts are supportive and others where it's like, no, I only have like three days a week where I can Mm -hmm. allocate time. And so you can't really see what's best for you and your lifestyle unless you and yourself, you're really honest with yourself. And then just that extra element of somebody else's eyes on your different thoughts, your different feelings. So then we can address them because a lot of times it wasn't about like, you need to eat healthier or you need to do more activity or whatever. It was just the internal dialogue of like, I know this is what has been ingrained for so many years. And this is why we're working towards changing a lot of those mindset shifts. Yeah. And some of that mindset shift was even acknowledging that it's okay to go with your gut instinct. Like your gut instinct is not just getting a vibe off of somebody. It's actually acknowledging that yes, rest is okay. My body is telling me I need rest. And like you had said, like we're taught just power through things and you have to reverse some of that stuff that we're taught and it's okay. I think that was what took the longest, just trying to reverse what we're taught for so long. Yeah, absolutely. So let's share with them a little bit about your whole entire journey of working with me, which was several months because she came to me and at the time was on birth control and Mm -hmm. it was totally your guidance, your gut, your decision. Like I kept telling you, like, (laughs) I am not pushing you to make this decision. You know that, right? Yeah. And you decided like, I want to get off of birth control and with endometriosis and everything you were hesitant about that transition but i do want to preface and say we worked together for a while to get the foundations of cycle syncing mm-hmm. rolling first and then yeah. you made that decision and then i'm like i'm not letting you go on this journey alone we're doing this together and we we had followed through a, yeah. Couple, yeah. a couple cycles but why don't you talk about that what it really felt like and why you felt empowered to get off of birth control yeah So I was finding that even on birth control, I was still having the cyclical migraines 
And as far as the endometriosis went, my worst pain was during ovulation. I was having heavy cycles, which typically on birth control, you don't have. And the doctor was like, I don't have an explanation for you. You're quote unquote, a wild card, which we were trying to get myself out of that mindset. Yeah. You're not calling yourself that anymore. Yeah. Stop calling yourself that. That's not what you are. And after being told you're, you're crazy, you're imagining your pain, you're a wild card like all this, it starts getting really, really deeply ingrained in your brain for a while. So we had a lot of time to reverse that. And I, I have to tell you, I think it's reversed. <laughs> um, but I was finding that I couldn't complete a workout program without pain. It was, it was really difficult. So when I came to you, it was like, all right, I want to complete a workout program. I want to be able to not have pain when I work out. I want to not have migraines. I want to lose some weight. Like I want, I had so many points. And of course you're like, we got to narrow this down a little bit. (laughs) Um, So the mindset was the biggest thing. I was able to complete a, like a total workout program from start to finish, which I have never done. And I did it without any pain, which was amazing. And during that program, I had no idea that following my gut instinct, well, let me rephrase that. I had no idea that I was actually following my gut instinct with workouts. I've always been very good at following my gut instinct outside of the realm of health and fitness and never knew that I was actually starting to follow it with health and fitness when I started working with you. And you actually confirmed that, yeah, you are doing that. So there were a couple of workouts where I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling this one. So I substituted with this. It was still using the same body parts, but I just, I tried it. I wasn't feeling it. So I switched up a little bit. And you're like, yeah, that's using your gut instinct. You're, you're following the cycle thinking instincts. You're, you're doing what your body's telling you to do. And then it clicks like, wow, this is actually setting in. And I had no idea that I was doing that naturally already. Um, and then I was talking to my husband. I'm like, you know, I really kind of want to come off the birth control. He's like, well, what is that going to do as far as your endo symptoms? I I don't know. Worst case scenario, I go off of it, have endo symptoms come back, and I have to go back on it. It's like, give it a shot. He's like, talk to Joelle, see what she says. And he's like, you're not going to know until you try. And we'll see what the hormones tell you to do. Okay. So it was really nice having that support there too. So went off of it and still off of it, no endo symptoms, no ovulation pain, no migraines other than with the weather, which is pretty typical for me mm-hmm. and still working out without pain. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And it's been a handful of cycles now, like three or four. At least months. three. Yeah. yeah. At least yeah. three months. And so why don't you talk about, cause I did, and I've talked about pro, my love of Protea supplements before. Love it. I was like, girl, love I'm it. not letting you do this without baseline. Love it. <laughs> you get yourself some baseline plus right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So why don't yeah. you talk to them about if there was any sort of like supplementations or anything like that, that you did that you felt really did contribute to the support of getting off birth control. So the, the protea, that has been a huge thing. The other thing I realized, and I've done some research on 
extra estrogen because that happens with endometriosis and other hormonal imbalances. Um, pairing vitamin C and magnesium together at night has helped so much to eliminate extra estrogen at night. So that in combination with the protea has made a world of a difference. Mm -hmm. It's been incredible. Like yeah. I had no idea how much those supplements would make a world of a difference. And you two were taking a well-rounded um, supplementation protocol too. Cause as we've talked about on various other podcasts, when you are on birth control, you are depleted of various like essential nutrients, like magnesium mm -hmm. and zinc and, and all of that. So you did have that foundation too, but definitely with the wanting to support that rising estrogen on its own, the ingredients in, I mean, in baseline plus you and I have both done extensive research on supplementation and, you know, things like dim and, and all of that is just, it's just one, one protea supplement instead yeah. of having like five or six. So yeah. that I know, and you guys can check out protea's Instagram and see the reviews for um, yourself because Ashley is not the only one that has seen this type of support with endometriosis. Yeah. And because I had shared Ashley's story in screenshot on my Instagram and I had somebody message me and be very upset that Ashley was living a quality life with endometriosis. Like she was very mad. Like this girl does not have endometriosis because you don't, you don't not have pain. You don't not have this. You don't not have this. And I was like, Ashley used to believe that too. You can talk to her about it because I have the surgery scars to prove it. I promise. <laughs> yeah, Ashley did have that surgery, which served a part in her journey. I do believe that, you know what I mean? And so she, it's, it is that blend of like medical support. I am not saying I am here to replace your doctor. I, and when working with Ashley, I was like, I am not going to go against what your doctor is saying. I'm here to support you, your guidance, your horm cyclical hormones. And yeah, like here we are women that are in our thirties, late twenties, learning about luteal phase for like the first time and really yeah. understanding yeah. it. You know, we're in this together. Yeah. That was my mentality is I'm like that support, another element of support system for you through this, but it is absolutely amazing and awesome that you've been, uh, and cause like you were on birth control for that, that domino effect, like you talked about yeah. where it's like, well, if you were having this pain, then here's an, here's birth control synthetic hormones. And then you've got, um, side effects from those synthetic hormones. Mm -hmm. And then here's something for those side effects on synthetic yeah. hormones. I've even had yeah. a previous client talk about, um, she got, she was on birth control, but then really struggling with frequent urination. And so then she was on a medication for frequent urination. We were talking about that. And I'm like, well, have you looked to see if that's a side effect of your yeah. birth control? And it was like, one of the main side effects. So as women, we do have to understand, and I'm not against birth control. We did have Abby come on and talk on the podcast too about her experience with cycle syncing and birth control. And I said, I believe it serves a purpose and it is your choice and living cyclically still can support you as a female 
to operate in the way our body is designed, even if, even if synthetic hormones are subsiding that, you know? Right. Because I started cycle syncing while I was on birth control and I did that for at least three cycles. Something, yeah. And I really think starting that before I came off of it was really good prep work because the first month I came off of the birth control, I could tell my hormones were perfectly placed because it was a great cycle. And I had no idea what was going to happen coming off of that birth control. Mm -hmm. we, we had no idea. We thought, well, it could be a late cycle. It could be an early cycle. It could be non-existent. We, we didn't know what was going to happen. But it happened like clockwork, just living life, and there it was. Yeah, yeah. And it, said, starts, I, it starts, it starts, it goes, it goes. That's how yeah. it happened. Yeah, because I remember sending you a message. I was like, oh my gosh, Joelle, you would not believe this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to wrap up talking about that you want to maybe share to somebody who's listening that? hasn't, who's making that decision? Like, should I get the program that Joelle teaches? And should I, should I get it? Should I not? And then the other element of like, if somebody's on the fence about the one-on-one -on -one support, because now my packages are, they can choose between self-paced and I'm not involved. You just get my videos and resources, or there is an element of one-on-one -on -one coaching. If you're on the fence, definitely take the leap because it changes how you look at everything. It changes how you listen to your body. It changes how you adapt your nutrition to your cycle. It changes everything about your body. Um, it changes your mindset. It just changes so many different ways that you look at things. If you're listening and you have endometriosis and you're on the fence, don't be hesitant. Give it a try. Um, I know my doctor had no idea what cycle syncing was and has no idea about the different supplements that are in Protea. He was like, I, I have no idea what these things are, so I can't attest to them, but if you want to try it, go for it. Um, so that's what I did. And he's like, you know, worst case scenario, we have to put you back on birth control. You're not going to know until you try. Unfortunately, our doctors are just trained in medicine and, you know, they're not all about holistic stuff all the time, but you are the one that knows your body best and you have to advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I say, just take the leap. One-on-one -on -one helps you so much to cater it to your body and your situation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And when we're talking about the, you being the one that knows your body the best, but if you truly feel like you don't know your body, you feel like you're, you don't, you've been calling yourself a wild card or you're like, I don't even know if these things are hormonal related or if they're just lifestyle changes that I needed to figure it out. Yeah. And I wanted to point out too, like I was always with every single one of my online um, programs, I want to always focus on what's supportive, what to add into your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We like never had conversations about, Ashley, you need to stop doing X, Y, Z. Unless it was yeah. like negative self-talk, then I was yeah. like, okay, that's done. Yeah. <laughs> but I never was like, you can't do this with your family and you have no. to, you know, make these different food situations mm -hmm. for your meals because you're syncing with your cycle. It was all about, yeah. this is how, 
it's supportive for your lifestyle right now. Mm-hmm. Nothing restrictive, nothing negative, which was fantastic. And nothing diet, no diet whatsoever. It's all lifestyle changes for the better and all positive. Mm-hmm. But don't consider this like, oh, it's another fad. It's another diet. It's not that at all, at all. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because as you were saying that, I'm like, it's really self-discovery. It's really mm-hmm. understanding that intuition because I remember <laughs> having those conversations with you and, you know, you used to have that belief of like, my body is a wild card. So when people are talking about the mindset work, like, what does that look like? You know, hearing Ashley say things like her body's a wild card, but then when she was going through her week and she kind of give me a weekly recap and I was like, well, yeah, that's exactly what this phase feels like. And that's exactly, you know, she had, she had the question come up once, like, you know, I was really going throughout my day thinking, am I eating enough? And I'm like, well, yeah, because in late luteal phase, your body wants like 276. It's some like very precise number over 200 calories, wants 200 plus more calories in that phase. So no wonder why your body was like, hey, are you eating enough during this phase? And then I was like, see, now we take that valid information Mm -hmm. and disprove that your body is a wild card to my body is telling me exactly what I need. So that's what the mindset was, guys. And everybody's different. We all have different thoughts and beliefs, but that's just one practical example of what we worked through with Ashley specifically. Yeah. And it even comes down to like different cravings. Like I used to get crazy PMS cravings. I don't have that anymore because I'm listening to my body and okay. My body is telling me I want something salty. Then I'll acknowledge it. And I add some salt to my water gone. It's crazy how, when you listen to your body and tune in more, what your body can do is just, it's so cool. What our body is designed to do if we let it. Yeah. Yeah. And then what Ashley's referring to with the salt water, that's very strategic and very specific and something I, I don't think I've really talked about on the podcast, but I do with one-on-one clients. And I believe it's in the menstrual phase where it's like, mm-hmm. it's really, it's that Himalayan salt or sea salt specifically putting some minerals in. And I'm the same way. Like I used to be, have these like famished sugar, um, Milky Way Twix bar craving around my cycle, whether it was during or the day before. And now I know I up my magnesium, I Mm -hmm. add some salt to my water Mm -hmm. and I up my calories, make sure I'm eating enough, allocate for my chocolate because I'm going to do that. But because I've done the things that my body needs, the chocolate that I'm actually eating is just like the indulgence. It's like the cherry on top of the foundation of what my body actually needed. So then when I do have that peanut butter cup or whatever, it's like, it's so satisfying, so fulfilling because my body has what it needs. It's just that little bit of indulgence and I can stop versus like, I'm used to be able to put down like a Milky Way and a Twix and all of this stuff all at once. And now I know like, when I live cyclically, when I am nourishing my body in the way that's supportive, it's going to respond with exactly what I need, what I need and how I want to feel and not be like, I'm famished. I like, it's not going to send me the warning signals anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
it was crazy. And even tuning into how your body feels according to what phase you're in. So I use an app to track my cycle and it was a little off and we went for a walk and I was like, gosh, this is exhausting. Like, why is a walk so exhausting? And even my husband now speaks like the phase lingo. He's like, are you sure you're in such, such a phase? Like, it kind of seems like you're in late luteal. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, th- I think you're right. <laughs> so let's kind of end on the question of the cheese ball question of like, what, how has this really changed for you? Like the ultimate outcomes, what have you, what has impacted you the most? The biggest thing is no pain. Like that was so debilitating. I was able to keep up with my students this year. I was able to lift them. It got to a point where I couldn't lift my kids to put them on a swing anymore. Um, Being able to rest without feeling guilty. I was always one to push and go, 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 go. And anytime I was down and out because of pain or migraine, I would feel so guilty and feel like I was wasting the day away. Now it's like, you know what? My body needs the rest. It's fine. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel that guilt. So acknowledging that my body needs that rest, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Beautiful. Huge. Beautiful, friend. And like, she's sitting here, she's in a tank top and like your arms, girl, they're looking so strong and good. Yes. Look yeah. at you. And that was something we focused on too was strength during all of this because I was like I love lifting (laughs) and like you're going through so much mentally that we really just need to have your fitness align with restructuring your mindset around Mm -hmm. your own empowered strength system and having that reflect like physically through your workouts and mentally and to get you through the end of a crazy year with crazy kids I was like I messaged Ashley in May and I was like how are you holding up in May with all of those kids and she's oh like my gosh. Yeah. yeah just a tad crazy but it, it was all good we survived <laughs> so cool and once again you guys Ashley totally volunteered her time to come onto the podcast to share her story with you I did not beg her or like pay her or anything to come on here. So Ashley, I'm so grateful for you to come on here and share your experience with, with others and what it was like to go through the program and work with me one-on-one. I'm so grateful for you. Oh, I love you, girl. Oh, you. You did it. You did it. We're going to (laughs) just like, we developed such a strong, even friendship during Mm -hmm. our time working together and I mean, within my beach body business, I ran things that way. I run things this way with my feminine fitness program where I'm really about the individual. Like I said, I knew Ashley's job. I know about her husband and how he was supportive in all of this because it's not just about telling you what workouts to do, not telling, it's not just about telling you what to eat. It's really that well-rounded lifestyle. So you have a very fulfilling life that's cyclical, right? Like that's showing up in different ways, but each day you're showing up in your best because of where things are at for you physically, mentally, emotionally, and all of that. So thank you again, Ashley. And I really appreciate you being on here. You guys heard it from her. She absolutely loved the program. I'm obsessed 
with the Feminine Fitness Foundations program. And you guys have the option to go through it completely self-paced or a like upgraded option to have some one-on-one work with me to help you get started. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.